Hey, hey, hey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Mike Stevenson. Back at you, motherfuckers. With not enough Mike's podcast. Yes. Yes. How's everyone doing out there, man? Is everybody kind of, are we back up and running? Are we not back up and running? People are getting upset. People are happy. People are going a little wacko. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting, man. People are getting angry. Oh, spitting poison. Spitting poison online. Uh, back and forth. And you just look at some of these comment boards. It's getting a little crazy. Are you wearing a mask? Are you not wearing a mask? Are you wearing a mask? Are you not wearing a mask? I don't know. People getting really upset about fabric on your face. Oh, a lot of fire. A lot of fire there. I need some hydrants. Just shh, cool it down. Cool it down. Cool it down. I don't know what to think about it. I don't know. I like to listen to the smart people and try and follow what they say. But hey, it's uh, it's interesting. So I hope everyone's doing well out there. Hope everyone's uh, grateful kind of for where we're at. Could be a lot worse than what we got. Always got to remember that. Always got to remember that. We have it still. We still have it pretty good regardless of what we're doing. So that's always important to remember as difficult as it may be sometimes. So I'm feeling pretty grateful today because I had 25 episodes that I put out and I'm very grateful for the people that I've had a chance to chat with because they're pretty fucking awesome. Uh, range from, if you listen to the, some of the podcasts, if you haven't, I'm putting together a little collaboration of some of my favorite clips. Um, and there's a lot of them and there's a lot of really great ones, uh, that I put together. So I don't know, it's like probably 45 minutes, got about six or six or eight guests, uh, throughout there, maybe five to eight minute clips of, uh, a few of them, which was fun to go back and listen to and kind of go through and listen to a variety of the pods. So if you listen to some of them, cool, great, thank you. I hope you enjoy them. If you haven't heard any of these clips, check out the episodes and uh, let me know what you think because uh, it's been a lot of fun. I can't believe 25 episodes already. Holy shit. We're in, it feels like my first episode with Cabby was in February. And I remember like that was just at the beginning of when this all happened. That literally feels like a year ago. And then I have one with uh, Carrie Gendron. The, when I was at TSN, I was at TSN reading the headquarters the day sports shut down. That was only like, what, four months ago? And that again, that feels like it's been over a year. It, time is time is very abstract right now uh, with everything that's been going on and with the directions that we, we've been in and where we're heading. And it's all very <laughs> confusing. But uh, it was interesting to go back and listen to some of these interviews. And uh, you can kind of really see uh, they're, they're time stamped, of course. Uh, but you can see how things have progressed uh, within the sports world. And so a lot of really interesting chats in here, as I mentioned, uh, Carrie, Cabby, uh, Swayzeak on there, my buddy Ian Daw, who wrote his book, MMA fighter, Rash Madani, uh, Nabil about his transition from uh, TSN to ESPN and the support that he had with uh, SVP along the way. So a lot of really cool, uh, little, really cool tidbits in here. So it's a little bit of a mix, five to eight minutes, I guess, roughly for all of them. And, uh, I hope you enjoy them. And if you haven't listened to some of the pods, check it out. Let me know what you think. And uh, also, if you can rank, rank this podcast. If you're on Apple, Spotify, any chance you get to rank it, if you give me a five-star ranking, it takes like only a couple seconds. And I would appreciate it. And then if you're not on IG or Facebook, not enough Mike's podcast on both of those. I hope everyone's doing good. 
Uh, happy to get another podcast out because it's been a lot of fun going down memory lane, even though it's only been five months, but it feels like forever. We're in dog years, everybody. Dog years. So without further ado, little mix up put together for you. So hope everyone's doing well. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. First off, it's me and Cabby talking a little bit of hip hop. And then if white guys are allowed to use the N word during a hip hop song when the word's being used. As far as hip hop, what's your like? What's your go to like right now? Have you heard a little new Lil Wayne? Uh, uh, album? Yeah, the, you know, uh, Mama Mia on that track is pretty ferocious. I like mahogany. The mahogany's tight. Yeah. yeah I like um, that. You know, I okay. So I've been I've been playing. Um, who? Oh, uh, what's this kid's name? Coda the friend. I've been playing his music a bit. I I really like G Easy. I just saw G Easy okay. the, the other day, and I didn't introduce myself. I should have, but I I didn't. Um, but I, I love G Easy. I, I think he has he has some of Drake's DNA, and I think maybe that's why I rock with him so much because yeah. he's got like he's clean delivery, clean punchlines. He's funny. He's also braggadocious, and he's got some of Drake's cadences as far as like of how and as far as how he spits. And I, I don't know. I, and he just has great beat selection. Yeah, I haven't, um, but, I haven't listened to much of that. I gotta give it a little, yeah. and yeah. he's from the Bay too, so he got like. He got certified by um, E40, and if okay. you're from the Bay and you get that um, seal of approval, yeah, then yeah. you're a made man. So he he got that from uh, yes. from from E40, and he's good. So kind of that's kind of the mix on the mix right now. What you're listening yeah, to? Those yeah, those two. And, and uh, now, oh, uh, Jada Kiss just dropped a record. I'm oh. gonna I have to listen to. And uh, uh, oh, um, oh my gosh. Uh, uh, I was gonna say Ryan, but Royce the Five Nine just dropped oh, a, yes. an album or an EP. And I and I bought it. I'm still that age where I buy music on yeah, Apple, it's, it's, yeah, and it's yeah, changing. Yeah. Apple Music is phasing out the ability. To, like iTunes is basically dead. It's Apple Music. Is that feeling of still having it? Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah I want to own it. It's, I hear you, man. I hear you. It's making uh, mixtapes and all that. that stuff was fun. That stuff was classic. I miss that. Although it was a pain in the ass. Did you make mix CDs? For people or just for yourselves? Both. And tapes, man. I was guy... I remember I used to steal tapes from the local store. It's terrible. Yeah. Sorry. Those Maxells? Uh, oh, yeah. Those and Maxells. Then, and, and then sometimes you'd have to put the tape over it, like the scotch tape over it to record over top. And then I was always right, the those guy... Two missing ta- like those two missing tabs yeah. on the top of the cassette. Yeah. So we had our, our basketball warm-up tapes. And I didn't always make them, but I was, like, always, was always making them. Yeah. It was oh, nice. Kinda, yeah. You know, we run in. You That's know, a badge of honor, bro. Oh, 100%. I loved it. I what was at the beginning of one of those mixes? Do you oh, remember? Usually we have a little Little uh, shook ones. Oh, yeah, shook ones wow. is like oh, shook ones is always and I because that one starts with it with the with the higher hat right. Dun, 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 I got just oh, with no. mob deep with the mob deep. Yeah, I, I'm terrible. I, if I sing Happy Birthday, you won't know what it is. You know, queens get the money, <laughs> long the time no money. cash. Caught up on the hustle where the crop, guns go blast. Fool retaliated, so I had to think. No, of, that's no, that's not shook. No, ones, no, right? no. That's it. I got you stuck off the realness. We've been infamous. You heard of us? Official Queensbridge murderers. The mob comes equipped for warfare. Beware of a crime family. They got enough shots to share for all those who want to profile and pose. We are of the same era. We're the same person. That is. We are the, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I, you're, I, you're, I hit the table. That, that song is out, like that song was is right up there. Like as far as everything goes, I remember actually. And I, this is another question I want to have for you because I used to be run relay as well, and one of my nice. buddies, one of my buddies was black. Yeah, <laughs> he was always well. Yeah, and, you're gonna run the relay. <laughs> no, you you'll, you'll have to have a black. And friend. he was always like, it was always that conversation. I saw this on a YouTube clip the other day because the N word would come up. Okay, and, in but, the music. And, yeah. But he, and I was even when we we're like 16 years old, I was like, can I say that? He's like, yeah, man, I can say. That. Oh wow, he gave you. I, yeah, I don't give passes. <laughs> no, I don't give that. Pass. No, and no. I saw. I was like, what's the code? What's the code? I was like, I do not feel comfortable saying that. So if I'm a white guy that loves hip hop and I'm in and I'm. 
and I'm sitting in the car. What's my what's my role? What, what, what do I do? I yeah. heard I've heard mixed responses. So you you the king of pop culture. Like what? Like if I'm sitting with you, we're rolling in your in your wheels. We're down down. down Drake comes up and it comes up. Am I just going boop? Am I getting bleeped? Yeah. Or so what's up? you just you either just don't say it. Yep. Or you say player like like from our era, Notorious B.I.G. If you don't know, now you know. I would say player, player. Yep. right? Or I'd say sometimes I would say homie, but player is a pretty good. Uh, it still rhymes with the word and. That's a good substitute. <laughs> Next, talk with my boy, Arash Madani, who he thinks the NBA GOAT is. It's not who you think. Yeah. Where do you stand in the uh, the, the the GOAT chat? Where are you? Um, I don't have Jordan number one. <laughs> okay, who do you got? I love it. I, and mine, I, is, mine is off the board that a lot of people don't, think about or talk about, especially now because the big man is completely effectively eliminated from the NBA. Wilt or Kareem? Kareem. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a Kareem played 500 more games than MJ did. Yeah. Kareem played more games than Kobe has played more games than LeBron played more games than Tim Duncan and Shaq almost double that of Larry Bird. In his age 38, 40, and 41 year, won a championship. Yep. In his last year, at the age of 42, they got to the finals, lost to Detroit, and that's when LA's backcourt blew out hamstrings in a training camp before the finals started. Ah, that's right. That's right. Won six rings, six MVPs. But more than that, over 1,500 games in 20-plus seasons, this dude averaged 24 and 11. He averaged a double-double that MJ didn't, Mm -hmm. um, that LeBron hasn't, that Kobe didn't. um, And, you know, on, on we can go there. But more than that, in college... The NCAA outlawed the slam dunk because of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, or Lou Alcindor at the time. That's right. They did not allow the dunk to happen, which is the evolution of why the skyhook started, and it became one of the most unstoppable shots in the game. So people talk about LeBron, they talk about Michael, they talk about Kobe. Uh, mine's, mine's off the board. I go with Kareem. I find the numbers, the longevity, he's the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. He's got the rings. He's got the MVP. And he won three national championships in college. And the only reason he probably didn't win four is because in those days, freshmen were ineligible to play. And so he was on the JV team at UCLA. And at the time, UCLA was the number one team in the country. They played an intra squad game on campus. And the JV team kick the shit out of the varsity team. So the varsity team's the number one team in the country, but they're the number two team on campus. Led by Lou Alcindor, and as the story goes, John Wooden, the legendary coach, came in the locker room after that game, after the varsity team got their their butt kicked, and he looked around the locker room and he said, well, fellas, I guess we're going to be pretty good next year. (laughs) That's right, eh? So there has been a ton of funny shit that's been said on this podcast. Hilarious stuff. This next clip is the funniest 
thing that I've heard on this podcast. So this is uh, Running Dance Diary. They're part two or three with my boy Chaz and Rob Cheedy. And Rob Cheedy is basically the fucking mayor of Vegas. Been living down there for 15 years and has been lucky enough to take care of a lot of uh, celebrities and in particular athletes. So he's been around Jordan, Rodman, Pippen in their heyday and a lot of other athletes. So, But he's had the, the time to spend with these guys. And the question was that I asked these guys was, who would you like to party with, Jordan or Rodman, if you had 48 hours in Vegas? And unbeknownst to me, Scotty Pippen sneaks into the story, and this one is absolutely hilarious. Here you go. So I was going to say that. So if you guys have the, the option, who you're partying with for 48 hours, you, you're rolling with MJ or you're rolling with Rodman? I'm, I'm 100% Rodman. Yeah. And, and just because Rodman is very generous, Okay. He would buy for everybody. Not that, you know, we need someone to buy us something, but he's, he was just that guy. He was taking care of the pad. He was the life of the party. Jordan was a different guy. Jordan was, was sick to himself. He was not, he was not known as, you know, the best tipper would go out and spend money. He would always want to be taken care of. He was very much, you know, he had his reputation as being a, a dick, quite frankly, mm-hmm. here in Vegas, you know, for many years. Um, you know, I, um, uh, you know, Pippen, you know, Pippin too. Pippin was a little bit more reserved. You know, and we used to call him. Uh, you know, no, no Tippin Pippin. You know, he was really. Uh... Coming in with the fire with the no Tippin. <laughs> oh, that's a that's amazing. So, this one is with JYD, the junkyard dog. Ian Dog, friend of mine, author, and former MMA fighter. What uh, are we talking about? What it's like to be punched in the face? Smacked. So you talked about when you moved in with Evan, you're one and oh. Now, you're, as we spoke about a little bit earlier, you got, your career got shut down because of your back injury. Um, but yeah. you ended up having three fights. And I'm going to post your YouTube video on my, uh, on my social because there's a, <laughs> there's a three minute video of you just beating the shit out of people. And if anybody wants to get pumped up for anything that they're doing in life, or if you're just sitting around during this isolation, go watch that. I'm going to post it. It is amazing. I appreciate that. Oh That's man. Funny. I love, I've, I've probably watched, I don't know how many times I probably watched it 25 times. I'm just like, it's just great. That's awesome. uh, and I love watching it because it's something that I am scared to death of fighting getting in a fight with somebody i've been in fights before but i hated every second of it and so when i look at now that i know you and i know you've been this uh fighter um tell me what it's a little what it's like are you scared like getting into the ring i don't think um no i i don't think fear really uh played a part of you know my like pre-game <laughs> thought process uh, nervousness for sure. Um, it's it's an exciting experience. Uh, I, I think for me, um, just trying to go in as prepared as possible. Uh, and, and I approached it all as uh, obviously you go in and you, you want to win. But uh, I, I looked at it as a, the overall experience is I was going to learn something uh, about myself every time I was in there. And I think when you are competing in front of you know thousands of people, um, it, it's your your true character kind of comes out, and uh, <laughs> I, I liked uh, testing myself in in that way and, and putting it all on the line. Yeah, you can tell there's a reason why your name is Junkyard. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolute. I wasn't lucky enough to see you uh, in person, but I've certainly seen all the videos and the fights, and uh, they're absolutely fantastic. So no fear. You're kind of just letting the adrenaline um, take over. Now, your training. You mentioned before that you were like during some of your training, you're you're training with just regular dudes with nine to fives, right? Yeah. So, like in mixed martial arts gyms, when I was fighting, yeah. um, it, it was still wasn't as it's nowhere near as popular as it is today. Um, but you know, there was the the core group of fighters uh, at most gyms that had guys competing that you would train with uh, often, but. The likelihood of you know I fought at uh, 100 when I first started fighting there was no 135 pound class so I, I was fighting at 145. Um, so what's generally, that? What is that called? What's that division called? Is that feather? bantamweight? Okay, bantamweight. Okay. And uh, the 145 was a featherweight. But when I started um, going to gyms, it was it was rare to have little guys to train with. So um, we were we were training. With uh, most of the guys were like lightweights, welterweights, uh, middleweights, and uh, gyms. Just you know, fighting is not a, a lucrative uh, business, so most fighters are struggling to pay their gym memberships. And and a lot of the times you're, you know, you're representing the gym, so they'll they'll kind of hook you up with a free membership. But the the bulk of training partners are guys who maybe want to compete but then there's also a handful of uh you know the average joes that are doing it for for fitness but they would jump in and spar and uh <laughs> yeah it was like we were talking when we talked earlier it's like I, it was way before we had any um real understanding of of you know cpe and yes. what we were doing to one another and let alone guys who probably have to use their brains at work. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we did talk about that and like, you know, we, we know a lot of, there's so much has come out and I think they've spearheaded it, the NFL, of course, with all the CTEs and concussions, but then, uh, that is gotta be a, not a concern, but it's something that it would happen on a regular basis. Right. They like, you probably can't even count how many times you've been punched in the face. Right. No. And, and I think, you know, impact wise, off the charts and the, the amount of, right. you know, punches, kicks, uh, you know, takedowns, slams, all these things, like it all adds up. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, I've had scans, uh, on my brain relatively recently with, uh, no huge, uh, red flags, but, uh, it's a, a definite concern, you know, as, as I age, how my, my memory is holding up and, and how my cognitive functioning will be. And I know uh, just the nature of of combat and contact sports. It's uh, definitely uh, an issue that needs yeah, to be it's really kind of spoken about. Yeah, it's really come to the forefront now with a lot of the conversations uh, resu- resulting in sports. Uh, it looks like so many people are pulling their kids out of football, um, and they're just choosing to play other sports. There's, I think, it's going to change the landscape here, depending if the how, well, how the rule changes go. But all, at the same time, it's almost something you sign up for, right? Like, you know that this is going to happen. You, perhaps at the time, you didn't know the extent, the extent, but it's almost something that you sign up for as an athlete, isn't it? I think absolutely. I mean, you know, when you're, when you're making money competing, uh, you know, and uh, every athletic commission, at least for, you know, combat sports, 
have um, medical requirements. So, you know, state to state it varies and, and province to province it varies. But for the most part, they're asking for, uh, you know, they want a CT scan done. They want all the blood work and, and overall physical. Some some provinces want EGs and things just to kind of protect them liability-wise, but it's also going to protect, uh, you know, any athletes from getting, uh, suffering, a, you know, devastating or life-ending yeah. uh, blow. How many times have you been knocked out or knocked out or, or knocked out someone, whether in competition or just like uh, training? Like, I'm sure that ha- that had to happen a few times, right? Yeah. I think, you know, uh, I only had um, one at a flash knockout. Uh, I was training with a, a guy, his name was Sam Stout. He fought in the UFC. He was getting ready to fight uh, a grappler by the name of Matt Wyman. So oh, yeah. my job was to mimic um, Matt's style. So I was only going for, you know, setting up takedowns and, and shooting and shooting and shooting. And, and Sam was working on timing um, kind of his, his shots. And he had uh, protective gear on, and as did I. But I shot in, um, and I guess uh, like he caught me with a knee. And I dropped quickly, and I don't remember any of this. But I guess, you know, he stopped, asked if I was okay. And some of the other people watching were curious as to how I was doing. And I finished, I said I was fine. I finished the round. I did a couple more rounds. Um, and then, you know, the practice, generally the pro practice we were at started at four, ended at six. And we'd stretch in the beginning and stretch at the end. And from when Sam need me, uh, probably 15 minutes of of sparring had occurred after that and then we were cooling down stretching and uh, I came to and I looked at the clock and I looked at the uh, guy beside me I was like it's six o'clock yeah like but practice is just starting and I had I lost like two hours of my life and slowly like you know I stayed at the gym I drank some water and and uh, things kind of came to and there was uh, uh, one of our training partners uh, dad was a doctor and he looked me over and gave me the okay but I took a couple couple weeks off after that yeah. but luckily you know I, I uh, that's it and I was just on autopilot and I felt like I finished rounds and I'm sure the the shots I took after that probably didn't no. help me out any <laughs> no. but uh, oh no I, I, I've seen uh, I've seen some, some a lot of KOs and in, in, in gyms and most of the time it's accidental right yeah. uh, it's not like guys are, uh, for the most part, going into slugfest at the gym. But it's uh, you know when you're throwing hands and kicks at yeah. each other's heads. You it's, know, the, yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the nature of the sport. It's it's similar yeah. to, of course, basketball. You're going to catch an elbow um, every now and then. It's just the nature. If you're going to play the game, you're going to roll your ankle. Obviously, it's a, it's heightened <laughs> because you're you're tossing gloves uh, with you guys and uh, you're trying yeah. to kick each other's ass. This next one is me and Carrie uh, down at TSN headquarters. I was there the day sports went to shit. And we talk about what it's like kind of starting a podcast and kind of everything that goes on in the background and kind of how you get there and just matter of putting stuff out. Here you go. Yeah. No, no. And you're fucking awesome with that. And that's, I, th- I think it was a resounding message with, with, with what well, you're Well, I've started to, I've met your girlfriend now. Yeah. I haven't met her in person, but we're internet friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like to call them. My internet friends. <laughs> internet friends. I met your husband. In a non-perverted now. way. My internet <laughs> friends. It sounds like such a predator. 
<laughs> you know what's funny is, um, yeah, you met my husband upstairs. He works here at TSN as well. Yeah. He works with our NHL guys. He has a side gig as well, and he's a videographer. Mm. Um, and he does the whole thing. So he's he shoots, he edits, he directs, he produces. He does he does the whole yeah, talk, uh, project. Talk and, to him. And he met somebody the other day who, you know, asked him if they said to him, I overheard. They said to him, um, oh, so you're a predator. <laughs> and he was like, yep. <laughs> and I was like, I just kind of looked over and was like, what the fuck is that? Like, no, what? And the person, you know, was like, man, like what an amazing advantage. Um, I wish I was a predator. And they kept like <laughs> saying that word. And I was like, fuck? like this is so bad. Person walks away and I don't want to be embarrassed that I don't know what that term is because obviously it sounded very natural to them. Uh, they've squeezed this, created this word for producer editor. Uh, so someone who does it great, all. What a great Producer editor becomes predator. Oh, good title. And somehow in this digital world, that's a that's a good thing. Oh. <laughs> a really good thing. Oh. Oh. And so I stood there and was like, oh, and so now it's hard. Like I would have said to you, yeah, Mike's a predator. Oh. <laughs> and someone looks at you always going like, what? He's yeah. a what? Yeah, it's worth it. Like he's 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 an everything guy, which essentially you are too. You're running this entire thing on your on your yeah. own. Yeah. Your audio, you know, your visual, your yeah. all the stuff. Fucking up the Fuck it up. Which you end up learning a lot, uh, right? Because oh, you're I've like, learned. fuck, I just want to be able to do the whole thing on my own so I don't need to rely on other people. I've learned so much. I went into Long and McQuaid. I'm actually going to be having the owner, the f- owner of all of Long and McQuaid come on Whoa. because I was so impressed with the wor- the service I got. I reached out to the owner of Long and McQuaid. That's so like, cute. <laughs> yeah. That is such a good idea. Yeah, though. and I was just like, listen, like the guy who helped me in there, I was just this fucking kid in like public school putting the square bag in the circular hole, like yeah, trying to course. figure out all this audio. But now... I'm actually pretty comfortable with it. It's like, I like YouTube has been amazing and I'm firing through it and fucking up, but then learning from it. It's been great. It's so intimidating. It is. It really is. Like any, and my buddies, actually I've had a few f- people reach out to me um, about starting a podcast. I'm just like, yeah, you can. And you, you would probably shoot them straight. Yeah. Here's the thing. Well, yeah, you can. And you can do you it know. for, it depends how you want to do it. You, you know, can I, do it I, for zero dollars. You really can. You like can do Gary Vee would be the first person to tell you you do not need expensive equipment to put out the best video. No. You just don't. It's, yeah, he's right. But I decided, you know, I wanted to go a certain route with it and make sure that I cover it all. Well, my basics. husband and I tend to watch, he loves watching Spitting Chicklets. Yeah. And so you good. watch their video content and like, it's sloppy as fuck. Yeah. Like, audio is bad, you know, cameras are moving, you're dizzy, it's choppy, <laughs> it's, it's just like, it's terrible. Yeah. And their success level is through the roof. It yep. doesn't matter. No, it's it, all real stuff. It's so true, and that's what it always just comes back to: who you have and host. And yeah, yeah. and yeah. you're like, cool. Creativity comes from somewhere that do. isn't. It's got to be genuine and having fun. And people, people aren't dummies. People have a lot yeah. of content that they can relate to and go back to and figure out what they want to listen to. And uh, yeah. Well, another good one that's coming out uh, from Natasha Stanishevsky. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to put this forth for yes. you guys. I wasn't sure. I didn't. I wasn't sure. Bring. I should have asked you. Well, that. we want. I'm glad it. you are. I'm fully. Um, I want some butter tart stash. I know. As everybody knows, she's a, she's a passionate baker. Yes. And um, she's very relatable. You know, it's the same as a as a as a regular person who's passionate about baking, but embarrassed that it doesn't look good or it never comes out perfect or whatever. Again, that word perfect is such bullshit. Like, yeah. it's so stupid. So she's. She's shared with everybody that she enjoys doing this, which is amazing. Um, but for a while now, my predator husband and I <laughs> <laughs> ha- 
have wanted to do something more with her. We've, we've been encouraging her to, I mean, she's got a, her own creativity just waiting sort of to come out there. Does she bring all these delicious She brings it all in? into work. Oh my God, they look good. She makes it at home during the day. She yeah. shares it with the public. She brings it all into work and everybody benefits. Yes. And she'll go like, well, I don't know if it's perfect. And they're all like shoving it in their <laughs> mouth, like, you know, posting about how awesome they feel and how amazing it is that she brings in free baked goods and whatever. So she's actually started a secondary account now that okay. has nothing to do with TSN. What's it called? It's called Whip It Up Whenever. Whip It Up Whenever. So yes. she started Whip It Up Wednesday, which everybody knows. She started that hashtag Whip It Up Wednesday where she baked something cool every Wednesday. And then she decided that it shouldn't be on Wednesday. She's smart, very smart. Shouldn't be on Wednesday. It could be any day. Yeah. So she started the hashtag Whip It Up Whenever. And you look that hashtag up, it's only her. She owns this this category wow. of um, there's a there's a ton of people do cooking videos like crazy. There's lots of ways to diff- to produce different types um, of of baking or cooking or growing anything or whatever you yeah, need to do. Yeah. <laughs> but she's got her own um, approach, which is the easier the better. Um, and here's how you can do it. Like, I, like she just takes recipes from other people. Of course, she's not creating recipes, yeah, yeah. but she takes the influence from other people and then passes it on to influence others. Yeah. Like, she's just literally like, I'm going to share what someone told me yeah. with you, Love which it. is that cannot ever be a bad thing. No, I just it just can't. No, no. So I encourage everyone to go follow that new yes, account. Yes, it is great. It you looks know, Mike delicious. and I are going to work with her as as good as we as as well as we can. He's shooting all of her stuff, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, right now, and um, you know, we're going to start hopefully welcoming some endorsement stuff because we want to help. She wants to help. Yeah. She wants to help brands develop, and we want her to develop. I remember you said that in the summertime. Yeah. Actually, when we were golfing. And, and we were like, like, you yeah, know what? She, she, needs to start, she needs to start this. And then now that you're doing it, it's amazing. And she, well, she, she's doing it. Yeah. I, I don't want to take any credit no, for where but, credit but isn't how, due. Right. She, she's dis, she's totally in it, and it's totally awesome. Good for Like, her. our first shoot was just awesome. Good for her. When you're in your element, it's a whole new vibe. Totally. Totally. Like, you just feel it from somebody, and I and it just it exudes. And so I'm excited for her. And I hope she comes on here one day with you. And yeah. I hope she talks. I hope she talks to you yeah, about it. She's only allowed on if she brings snacks. I know. That's the deal. We were going to do that today. <laughs> I, she made our wedding cake. I yeah. should tell everyone. Tasha made Mike and I's wedding cake. Yeah. We kept half of it to freeze. Oh, great. Great. I mean, yeah. I smoke a lot of dope, and we like to <laughs> eat stuff at night. <laughs> yeah. And I always just want a sliver, and I want to keep it like as well. And it, it was so awesome. I sh- we could have brought it today, but there's no way we're going to enjoy that without her here. Yeah. We're, we're just not going to yeah. do that. I'll, a good excuse to come back. Yeah, we'll wait until she I don't, I don't get invited back it. many places. <laughs> it's just really... Um, you know, the team... It would be so cool if we all sat down together with you. Yeah. You know, it would be We should really, do a really live fun. one. We should do a little live one playing golf. And do a little, I know, we little so fun. badly wish you were there this year. Yeah. I'm so much happier with what you're doing now. Yeah. But we so badly wish you were there. We're going to miss you like crazy. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go out on a trip there uh, at some point. Maybe I'll, go back I'll, and visit? Yeah. yeah I now, know. is Paul still there? Paul will be going back, I think. I don't know. Paul doesn't answer my, my phone calls. He's being a dickhead. Paul? I know. Tell him. Tell, Paul. Paul. It's not cool. Yeah, I don't know. He but fell in love again. I was going to say, isn't Paul in love? I don't know. He's de- I don't know. He's, uh, he turns it on and off. He's like, he's got a little dimmer. So you're eye. like, just give me the thumbs up, yeah. the thumbs down. He doesn't even give me the, he doesn't, he leaves me on red, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, it's tough. My leaves heart, me on red. Yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah, he, he, my heart's broken, Paul. 
My heart's broken. He would be wonderful on here. He's probably had some great. I know. That's the thing. That's the thing. He's. He, he just, I think he was intimidated by it. Now he just doesn't, I think he's so nice of a guy. I'm giving mm-hmm. him a hard time, but he's so nice of a guy. He just doesn't want to say no. That's, yeah. a, that's what that's I'm saying. Okay. So I'm just like, Paul, it's okay. Just say no. Yeah. Um, not yet. Not yet, but he would be great on here. He would be great. He can name, he can name all, every major winner, I think, in like over the last 50 years in golf. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just, and I like, I would love it. We'd be, <laughs> we'd be hanging you should out. quiz with him. I know. Eh, eh. I'd be like 1971 masters. He'd be like, Lee Trevino. And uh, I'm just like, wow. And I, it was great. It was such a great party trick. I'm like, wow. you are you're like a machine. He's like wow. fucking Google. Well, that's who you met upstairs. Corey O'Handley. Shout out. He's yeah. also from Nova Scotia. He's our manager for the archives department. He's a walking encyclopedia of sports history knowledge. Yeah. From the 1900s on. Wow. That man. Really? Eh? Oh, like you name it. You, I'm looking for something from 1936. Yeah, I know where it is. I'll find it. I'll send it to you. Wow. He was a shot put, uh, you know, bronze medalist, like something so obscure. He knows where it is. Really? And yeah. he knows when it happened. You showed me the archive room in here. <laughs> our old, our, well, we call it the old tape library, but a lot, a lot of um, visuals live on beta tapes still. Yeah, beta. 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 Uh. Three hour real tapes. This room, it looks like a, not morgue, morgue Yeah. But kind of morgish. Well, we moved into digital, and now yeah. these tapes are here to die. We're like, oh, nobody shows these tapes any love. They've got yeah. dust all over them. And yeah. But it's cool to see. It's it really cool to see. This network's been up and running since 1984. So Vast. it's really cool. Yeah. Actually, and one thing really cool about TSN that viewers should know, if you watch TSN on a regular basis, then you would know who Rodney Smith is. Rod Smith, he's our one of our yeah. OG anchors from... The very beginning, and Michael Landsberg, who was our host, he hosts the radio show, our morning radio show now. Pardon the interruption, um, or not? Pardon the interruption. He um, did off the record. Off the record, yeah. He was our, yep, our OG of off the record for yeah. 15, 17 years, however long he that show was running in success. Those two men who are still working here full time, Rod Smith was Michael Landsberg's intern. Really? When they started? No way. Yep, Michael was on the Sports Center desk. He yeah. was an anchor. And Rod Smith was getting him coffee. It was Very. new, and he was an intern, and he tried to do everything he could and whatever. And now these are two, like, really influential people for us. And it's so crazy to see. Like, 1984, you know, Landsberg had gotten far enough along in his career that he was on the air. Yeah. And Rod Smith was, like, just starting. Promoting from within. To and the two of them are just, there are forever people. And they're mm. just, it's amazing to see them now. They, they. They're just so talented. It's yeah. crazy. And you're like, no I love, way. I love them both. I love watching them both. I love majority. Yeah. It's great to watch too. Yeah. Anyways. Thanks, buddy. This been is talking for two no, hours. No, this, uh, this has been fantastic. <laughs> and it's great. And it's a nice little we'll change. We'll see what's going on outside yeah, right I can't, now. I can't just pitch fastballs the whole time. I got to get some change-ups, a oh slider, a curve. This is great. Yeah. Uh, so, Carrie. You're the best. Thank you're you. You're the best. You're the best. No, you hang up. No, you're, you're hang the up. best. <laughs> you got a dirt in your neck, man. Hello, you oh, fucking, you're yeah. fucking crazy. You got a dirt. You got a fucking dirt in your neck. You're, uh, you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. We're gonna do this again. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The last one here is with uh, my boy Martin Borgmeyer, fellow ginger beard. Except he can hit the ball. 200 yards past me. Uh, absolute legend. Great guy. I thoroughly enjoyed every bit of this conversation. Here you go. 
Thanks, buddy. Yeah. So what? Is, so with with that, because there is such a thirst for that. You 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 grew up playing some hoops, right? You grew up playing some oh, basketball. Yeah. yeah. So you can throw it. You, can you throw know it. everything. <laughs> you you're so well informed. That's like crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I got your I got Good your hand I got your handicap wrong in the intro, but uh, you said you're a three. <laughs> I thought it was as low as a four. So uh, maybe maybe you misspoke. No, just kidding. Uh, but you can throw. So I'm guessing you can throw it down, right? You can you can dunk. Yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Now, what about yeah, a hole? also also on a normal size hoop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, what about uh, what about baseball? Can you like can you hit a dinger? Like, I'm sure you can hit a home run. You ever like been in a like a big league park and hit a home run? The 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 honest answer is I don't know because in Germany, baseball is actually not a sport, right. so it's not happening in in, in Germany. Uh, there are some ballparks, yes, and obviously I know the rules and everything. I love to watch it, but um, yeah, unfortunately, it's it's not that big in in Germany. Okay. But I've been to some um, like hitting cages or batting batting cages, right? Yeah. You call them yeah, batting yeah. cages in in the U.S. And I tried, and but I don't know how far they went, so I, I have no idea. Uh. So from a tee, <laughs> I can probably hit a home run, but <laughs> I, I would need so. I would need it. I would need to try it. I don't know. So I know there's one guy. I don't know if you know the swing man with the with a step swing, the Nowak step, Jeremy Nowak. Yes. He's, he just showed up last year at, at the uh, World Long Drive Tour, and he's got a completely weird swing from a golfer's perspective because he's lifting off his left foot and actually stomping down and swinging through like a baseball yes. or swing. And um, that's what actually got me a little bit more into the baseball world again. But I've never been um, in, in my in my youth. I've never been in contact with baseball that much. So um, I was playing basketball, but only when I turned like 15 or 16, because my story is actually when I was nine years old, I started off playing golf because right. I loved it. And I, I just I tried it, loved it and did it as a junior. And when I was 15, 16, something like that, I had my first girlfriend, a motorcycle, and all these kinds of things, right? And, you know, in Germany, golf is not as sexy as it is in the States. No, for So sure. when you're young and you have your first girlfriend and all that <laughs> stuff, it's not that sexy to play golf. So I actually quit golf okay. and play basketball. Right. And this when I got back to golf, when I was like 23, 24, maybe this mixture of um, yeah strength. So physique. Yep. And I needed to work on my physique because um, my basketball technique was not that good when I started off. So I had to make that up somehow, compensate my my deficits and my technique by strength training. And um, yeah, that strength combined with the golfing technique from the old days. Yeah, it was a good good mixture to to start long drive. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, there's there's certainly some uh, some athleticism within that. If you decide to come down and you make those trips, if you're going to do the the Rochester um, long drive part of that on your schedule, if you end up making that, or if you're into Port Rowan in Ontario, you got to let me know. I'm going to come down. I'm going to find us a baseball field, and we're going to have a home run competition. Me and you, the loser, will will think of a bet. <laughs> Oh yeah, and we take Jeremy with us. That would be cool because he he's posting all this crazy speeds, like exit velocities at 104 or whatever he's posting lately. So 
that seems like crazy. We got to take him with us okay. and hit a few home runs. Yeah. That would be cool. Deal. And yes, I, I'm I'm definitely doing all the events, so I'll be there. Okay, I'm gonna be there. I'm. Uh, that's only two hours from my house. I'll 100% be there. I'm sure we're gonna chat um, after this as well. But I know you're a little pressed for uh, pressed for time here. Uh, I just want to say thank you for uh, for coming on, brother. It was, uh, it was really great chatting with you. You're such a beauty. You're a great character um, to follow along. I love watching all your videos and uh, and everything along. And what you're doing for the long drive sport is absolutely incredible. So uh, big, uh, big shout out to you, man. Nabil Kareem about his transition from TSN to ESPN. Here you go. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. Well, you seem like a, you seem like, you know, obviously I don't, I don't know you, but like I see on television, you know, you said yes to doing this interview and then just chatting with you now, like you, just some of the things you said, you like, you seem like a very humble guy and then you've, now you've created these goals and uh, you've manifested it, but also having a guy like Scott Van Pelt and then, as you mentioned before, like Sam Mitchell in your corner, that's got to give you a lot of confidence to know that, yeah, you're really doing the right thing. Sam's, Sam's funny too, because when I <laughs> called Sam to tell him that I got the job of, he was uh, the assistant coach at Memphis uh, at that time. Okay. Uh, and Penny Harder was coach. He was the assistant coach last year. And I think they just got knocked out of a tournament. And uh, I called him and you know, kind of down. I'm like, hey, Sam, sorry, man. Like, I just wanted to tell you this. just wanted to thank you and, you know, whatever. And he just lit up. And the coach of him just came out, right? And he was so excited. And, you know, he had all these great things to say. And I can't say someone. I'm just going to stand cusses a lot <laughs> and uh he seems like a beauty he he jack make... armstrong seems like just like absolute beauties yeah <laughs> yeah it, yeah but people thought people thought when i was in Mark madness with him they thought like he hated because we'd always kind of go back and forth at each other and he made fun of me a lot yeah, yeah. but that was like a, a thing we just had like we knew it was fun right like it was it was fun for us it was kind of, we like joking around uh and it was kind of fun tv when sam would pick on me um but no, he. Uh, it was really cool to to hear him and how genuine he was. He was really happy, and we've kind of kept in touch about it since. He checks in on me, and uh, you know, I really appreciate that because I just came out of nowhere where we kind of developed a, a friendship. And uh, yeah, it is nice to have somebody in your corner, people who believe in you, right? Because this this industry is very subjective, right? Like I said, a lot of people are way more talented than me, uh, and you know, I think it's. Right place, right time. You know, you kind of create your own luck in a sense. Um, but you're right. Like to have somebody who's kind of going to push you, who's kind of been there and done that, uh, is really, really helpful. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, and man, and like when you're when you're hanging out like with your buddies or you're talking sports, like usually there's a lot of making fun of each other. So that usually goes. Uh, that, yeah, that usually plays pretty well. I remember watching you guys on on, uh, on television as well. You guys are you guys are fantastic. The banter was great. Just kind of reminded me of just hanging out with my buddies and just chirping each other. But that's the way it should be. <laughs> really? That's the way it should be, man. Like that's the best TV, and like I don't think there was enough of that at times. No, uh, you know. I agree. I agree. It's like the, yeah. the old fashioned argument. What, ha- what like what happened to that? Like I like I I like to get into disagreement about something because I love if I feel passionate about something, but somebody can convince me and change my mind. I love that. Or if I can change somebody else's mind, or at least bring up some facts, or hear some things that I've never heard before. And it's like it's okay to disagree on some topics. Yeah, and I think it's okay to have fun too. And like you know, I, I think 
we were lucky. We had a cool producer, a uh, guy we call Hambone over there at CSN, and he's a young guy who <laughs> understands basketball. I understand. His nickname is Hambone. <laughs> and so like, everyone knows him since Michael, but we call him Hambone. And, and uh, you know, we under, he understood that too. And so we, were, we had this bond where we were able to do that, and we had fun stuff, and we put up, you know, some Photoshop things here and there. Just, just having some fun, man. It's, it's basketball. We're doing like 12 hours a day. Like, and, and so let's just have some fun with it. And if we mess up, let's have fun with that too, because it's going to happen, right? Like live television, things happen. And I think that loose mentality for everybody uh, made the show so much better. You know, if one of us messed up, the other guy would jump on the other guy, you know? And so I think that kind of gave that buddy mentality like you're talking about, like what you and your boys would do. I think that's just, it becomes comfortable TV. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and I think it relates to more people that way. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It definitely, it comes across. It comes across as, as great. I think that's why... You know, everybody loves Charles Barkley. That's <laughs> just kind of case in point with him. It's just yeah, and those guys do it the best, right? Like they they've created that. They they've created and allowed other people to kind of uh, mimic their style in a sense. Like they have, I mean, their their personalities and what they do is, is just absolutely incredible. And um, you know, there's only one Chuck, but you know, it, there's so many different other uh, panels now and, and yeah. hosts and analysts that kind of are creating their own thing, which is cool, right? Like that's the way it should be. You don't want to be the NBA and TNT guys because there's only one of those. So you can be your, you know, you can develop your own identity, right? And um, that's just different in, in different sports and, and different personalities. And so I think if there's room for everything, right? Oh, I couldn't agree more. Okay, yeah, you just Last but not least, Swayze Ack. Great hip-hop artist and a really cool, driven guy who I uh, have a great deal of respect for. And he talks about uh, some of the things that happened while shooting his music video. There may or may not have been a real ambulance there. Check it out. Here you go. But seeing your video, this is like a professional studded out video, man. Like you got, you guys absolutely nailed it. I love it. It's great settings, lighting and everything. It's, it's a great, not only is a great video, but it's a great song as well. I appreciate that. No, it was, it was fun to work with those boys. And, uh, you know, it's like, we're all, we're all up and coming together. So like, you know, you, you, you learn as you go, but like, like I said, I've worked with many other people in music videos and it's just like, it's more like, as you grow up, it's like, we're like, we get a camera and we're like, let's walk around the city and find some dope locations and just do your song a few times and we'll try to cut it together. But like really feeling the story. And like, to be honest with you, I'll give you a little background of this, like that yeah. I said, not many people knew we, uh, Please we do. did this, we recorded this music video, like, uh, probably two months ago. We did, uh, I hired a few friends of mine that are actors and an actress. And we were trying to do like a big scene in my house where it was going to be like a continuous shot, like through my kitchen, to my living room, to my bedroom, to like, of a relationship evolving. So people coming in the front door and now maybe they've been together for a little bit. Now they're fighting on the couch and then they're breaking up in the bedroom and we're trying to do this continuous shot on a tripod, but we didn't, we're, like we said, we're still, we're still learning as we go and this lighting didn't work in the post-production. We couldn't really blend it together properly. It looked very shaky. And uh, so we were like, we scrapped everything. We scrapped the entire video and what we did and all the shots we did. And then, me, Nick, and Devere got together on a Saturday with this new idea, and uh, we shot it within like five hours, not oh, even wow. the whole thing, start to back. Yeah. <laughs> See, hey, I like that. I respect that. You want to make sure we talked earlier too. You don't want to get like uh, perfection in the way of progress, right? But at the same time, if you're not right. happy with it, you want to, you know, you got to, you want to put that out. You want to put the highest quality product out there. 
yeah, absolutely. So it was pretty cool because people like for us, like we're just having fun with it, and like we're we're definitely doing it. But like you, you're right, you get this product that is so you're like, wow, holy fuck! Like I can I can really see like how we put into it. But then you think about it, you're like, wow, it, it doesn't take us that long, and like we just had the we we, we planned it right. We yeah. shot it good. We had good direction. And, like, we learned from that first shoot. We learned about what we needed, what we needed differently. And I just sort of, like, continually growing. And, like, is that the epitome of my entire life, you know, like, learning as we go. Just keep on, Making yeah. sure we learn from the lessons. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm very happy with it. I'm super excited. That's good, man. Yeah, and you, you often hear that, too, when you when you start something new. It's like when you look at – you talk to any, like, type of athletes and you, you speak with them when they talk about their early – let's say LeBron James, when he taught, when he reviews games of his rookie season or season one through five, he's always usually laughing at himself. Why? Because he's an absolutely, he's an absolute beast, but looking back on the games, he just shakes his head and goes, oh man, I could have done that. I could have done that. But it, does, it should never get in the way of just putting that product out there, keep on grinding, and then you just get better naturally. So I can, you uh, can tell. Yeah, I think, go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you can tell from your, from your music video that it was very, very well planned out. Where'd you get the ambulance? (laughs) How did you get the ambulance? I'm going to, yo, so people ask all the time. It's so funny. And like, it kind of hurts that I have to say this, but like, we were just walking down the street and there was actually a real emergency going on. And I was like, guys, let's go. Let's fucking shoot this right now. Like, so in the building, obviously, yeah, the people were like, there's no one in the, in the, in the ambulance at the time, but the lights are still going. And we just, we just did like one full take quickly in front of the ambulance while they were inside and uh yeah it turned out really good like <laughs> okay it was completely random completely random so pretty crazy in that sense someone's lost another's gain maybe hopefully i'm sure they're all yeah i'm sure i'm sure they're all yeah, i'm pretty sure everything was all good i'm gonna say with my heart that like it was like it was a mutual beneficial thing the ambulance was there saving their life and uh, they saved us for a nice uh, cut of the music video as well you yeah, know timing and the best of both worlds timings music music's good for the soul i'm sure that helped heal them well that was a little tidbit of some of my favorite clips uh, that I've done through the first 25 episodes. So I hope everyone's doing all right out there. As I mentioned in the intro, if you're going to Apple Podcasts, give me a ranking. Five out of five would be, would be great. It helps. Uh, and then if you're on social media, of course, everybody, who's the fuck's not on social media? Check me out, Not Enough Mike's Podcast, IG on Instagram, Not Enough Mike's Podcast on Facebook. Till next time, peace.